You're listening to the Young Talk Podcast by First Church Young Adults. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to Young Talk. I have... As you can see, some familiar faces, but also some faces that you may have not seen before. And I'm going hey. We're just going to take a moment to let them just introduce themselves. And and yeah. So yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Ty Edwards. This is my beautiful wife, Savannah Edwards. And we go to First Church Baytown. Uh, it's a network church founded by or started by First Church Pearland. So we're so happy to be here. Uh, we get a few moments with you guys, and so we're just lucky to be here, and I uh, can't wait to see how this podcast turns out. Yay. Is this your first podcast ever? Uh, this is actually my second one, but my first one was actually like in a cabin, and I had Apple earphones in, <laughs> and I was like talking like this. Hey, that's how it was. And I was so nervous. nervous, and it only got like six views, so I was like, you know what, never mind. And maybe we'll put the link down below. Hey, yeah, but click the link down Hey, so what Ty won't tell you is that he is a sick guitarist. Oh, man. And the, is this true? Any worry about it, he's so sick. Test a So we're going to harp, harp on Ty just a little bit in Savannah. What is one thing that you like to do? What's, what's your hobby, like your go-to things? Oh, like with each other? It's like whatever. Like it could be like together. It could be. Oh, we love watching movies. Uh, <laughs> not even that too. We love finding um, like these reality TV shows. Sorry, babe. These reality TV shows like on Hulu, different stuff like that. And it's just like the craziest, bizarre. Like It's the have, best. It's yeah. Best. And, like, Most we'll random really things. All, we'll, we'll like binge watch it all night long. They go get some like donuts and some ice cream. We love sweet. She's a wonderful cook and wonderful baker. It's terrible sometimes. No, she's yes. the best baker. She's, she's the, the best. best baker. So, uh, besides that, you know, I, I really like to be uh, adventurous. We like to go outside and kind of hang out and do whatever. Uh, obviously, I like to play music. Uh, we both serve on our music ministry team at our church, and so it's just a wonderful time. You know, we're just we're glad that we're able to spend time with each other and, and do life together. Last question for you guys. You guys have been married how long? Since March 31st. It's only a few months. months. Anything oh, you learned. Yeah, watch oh, it. Anything you guys learned within these first Anything few months. Yeah. Anything big? Actually, it's really cool because First Church Baytown, we're doing a small group now called, uh, we're not doing it, but we're a part Involved of it. Yeah, it's yeah. called marriage. It's called Couple Goals. And so it's we're learning stuff new about each other that can like help our marriage you know what i mean but i think one thing that we learned is like i know this sounds so deep right now for the young adults podcast but you know really kind of um attack the problem rather than each other i like you know, that's cliche big, but it's true yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like you always hear leave your problems kind of outside the house and so we kind of know we'll come in and be like hey babe look i had a rough day today so if i if anything kind of if we fuss or let out any kind of emotions, it's really not because of each other. You know, we just kind of had a little bit of a bad day today. So just kind of be aware of how she thinks and just understand that, you know, you could potentially hurt each other's feelings if you're not careful. Um, so just be be wise in that. And uh, a happy wife is a happy life. So that's one thing that I've learned. <laughs> Love it. It's true. Hey, we are taking a break from this podcast episode to thank you so much for tuning in. 
If you're enjoying this content and if this is something that you would like to support, you can now give via the link in our description. Your contribution is so significant to us and it helps us to continue to produce this content every single week. Our hope is to share this message of love, truth, and hope with as many young people as we possibly can. And you, with as little as $3 a month, can help us make that a reality. You can now be investing in our ministry. So, if you'd like to partner with us, hit the link in our description and we will make sure to give you a shout out in a future episode. Alright, so let's get back to the content. Well, I, think, I think the topic that we're going to um, talk about may actually, you know, pertain to some way in some form of fashion into uh into marriage so okay. feel free to awesome. give some uh, i mean you know advice within it uh, uh, so yeah <laughs> we're, we're um, gonna be talking about promises um i know it's it's if you think about it just it, within itself it's a heavy word it's a heavy kind of uh it, it has weight to it i want to kind of start off kind of like a little background with it and uh, i have like kind of four points kind of follow along with it so um as a kid I was told, you know, hey, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, it's primarily about my dad, you know, if you're gonna say you're gonna do something, you know, you know, keep your word, you know, keep your, you know, if you're gonna make a promise, uh, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, you guys have heard this as well, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna make a promise, you know, try to follow through with it, uh, with, with uh, intentions of um, whatever you promise to me. And so as a kid, I was like, man, or not even really a kid, maybe it was maybe like teenager, preteen teenager, enough to, you know, understand what I was told to do. And so, um, you know, I would, I would have, as a result, avoid that word or anything, any word that is, was a synonym of it. Like, I'm never gonna send a promise. I'm never gonna send an old, like, I'm, I'm not saying, don't, don't, promise. don't keep, keep that thing away from me. Like, you know, you three times I've said, thank you, um, like, get like a, like a, a manly, but like I'll be at work or something, and I'm like, I think you promised I showed up today. I should, <laughs> like, Ty, you're a, you're a room full of girls. That don't mean nothing. Like, <laughs> anything, anything, so, you know, solidify like like you know your word. You know, I'm thinking like that. So yeah, I, I was like, why are you doing it? Because first of all, there's external factors that cause it can cause you not to follow through with your word, and it has nothing to do with like. Yeah. You, like you, but it still falls on you because you're right. So I, I kind of came up with these four points, and these four points we'll revisit again at the end. But uh, I, I viewed promises in like in this way. Like I, I didn't want, I never said it or wanted to fall through. I never wanted to say I'm going to promise something because yeah. I didn't want to to let anyone down. Yeah, that that's that was my big thing. Yeah, do is. Number two is what happens. What happens when you when you do follow through with a promise and it and it wasn't what they expected it to be. Like their their expectations might have been, you know, you know not high or yeah, mm-hmm. and and thus resulting in you not living up to the expectation or standard. And then the the third one would be what happens when you follow through. They expect even more from you. Um, so it's it, you kept your word. You did what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. And now it's like, okay, well, you know, what, can can you do this now? So yeah. now you're 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 pushed a little bit more. Yeah. And then the fourth one would be, um, I don't want to be held. This is this was the biggest for me. I don't want to be held down or tied to to something that you know I have to follow through with. Yeah. Because I'm. Yeah, what about what about marriage though? Um, well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a well, different kind of promise. 
What about what about those vows? Commitment. It's out of your also so it's a sin. It is. It's a bow to God. Hey, but but I I know that's what you're saying. Hey, if if Brandon's future wife is watching this right now, I promise. I need you to pinky promise. Plug your ears. He did not skip this episode. <laughs> no, but like like being tied down or held to to something is like one of the worst like kind of like feelings because again you have the expectation the standard. Yeah. So. Right. I kind of wanted to see what you guys um, thought about that, but I have I have separate questions. We're going to revisit those points. I kind of save those areas for for something else. But has has any ha, have has anyone ever promised you something and they did not follow through mm. with it with their word? So he has a story. Oh, I know that this happens. I'm in between jobs. Like just left a school, headed to another school. So I'm actually not talking about anybody that I'm presently employed with. And I see this in workplaces all the time, mm. all the time. Mm. Like how many bosses have said, I mean, even, even the school I was at last year, and this is a long story, it's just a gloss over, but a lot of teachers have the same story. You listen to any teacher podcast, they'll say the same thing. <laughs> but like my example is I came into a school last year and was like, yeah, yo, you know, I applied for a special education t- teacher position, 628, and when you have a contract, I know we're kind of joking about marriage, but contracts and covenants are different flavors and different right. intensities of promises, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm got, I have this for a contract that says you're going to be a middle school teacher, you're going to get paid this much, you're going to be uh, blah, blah, blah. Well, the Thursday before students came back, it was a Thursday, students came back on Monday. The Thursday before they came back, they said, hey, we have a teacher shortage, by the way. Don't know if you know. So we actually need you not to just do six through eight. We need you to be the special education teacher with all the IEP meetings and all the stuff that goes with that for second through 12th grade. Oh, wow. Okay. No pay difference? I asked. And it's funny how contracts work because they can change their end, but you can't ask to change your end. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found out later, like, it was like never like, I don't know, I ain't going to get into all that. Oh, no. Get into it. That's what this is about. <laughs> I never want to see it. Man, no problem. Came from like Johnny Depp up here. Hearsay, you know. I I said name, so (laughs) there's no defamation. But essentially, so it's a rumor. So it really is hearsay. But I've heard like there was never a budget for it. Like it was Mm -hmm. not. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of. But and I said that to say where I've seen it happen the most. I mean, yeah, personally, in my life, I've seen it. Um, and it, it. I don't. I don't think it's ever been because they intended to break a promise, but it's just. Um, external factors or even intrinsic factors in the sense of like I said it but that was past me present mm-hmm. me didn't really even consider what I was promising them like they didn't really consider the costs on um, which is why like it would be helpful you know before you make a promise to consider all the things that you said Brandon like external factor it really consider everything yeah like, consider like I, if I'm gonna promise this like that's why I tell people now like if I get a text like hey man can you do this I'm like Hey, give me a second. Yeah. Um, let me think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in job offers, everything, I'll take a minute because yeah. I got to think about it. You yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It, it should never be immediate. So, but I've seen it happen the most in professional settings. I agree. So, totally. So I have a question though. Where do you draw the line between being wishy-washy and being like, yeah, I can promise. I think, I think wishy-washy is okay. If you have a, um, like, a, like obvious problem with yeah. commitment. Yeah, like if you just can't hold water, like that might you might need to to look into that because um, and then uh, I think how should I say uh, um, 
wishy-washy this is very like because it's like how do you know when to commit to something and how do you know when to like yeah you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm really thinking about what matt said like really thinking about just what it is like that Matt, I'm with you. You grew up. Well, I was just going to go back to your questions, actually. I'm saying I think the best way to really check yourself, like check your heart, right, is is really that's why you take that pause because it's not like you're changing, I can do this, to can I do this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a real thing you need to ask yourself yeah. because there's so many times that we have this idea that we want to be that person. I'll, yeah. right. I'm a recovering people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Marriage has actually helped that a lot because <laughs> when marriage, your decision, like, and you know, every married person here can speak to this. When you're by yourself, your decision affects one person. Only you. Only you. Yep. But now, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, maybe, maybe people have opinions, but the yep. one person that really only affects is you. Yeah. Um, but when you're married, um it that that person is tied to you yeah. that means every yes you make that person is tied to your yes right every no you say that person is tied to your no right mm-hmm. and they should know about it yeah and that's why right that's why like I, I usually most of the decisions especially like big time commitments i'll say let me check with my wife mm-hmm. first because it's not just my yes right it's yes too even it's if true. it's just me doing it i'm taking and this is kind of i'm taking her husband out of it mm-hmm. you know out of the house for two hours mm-hmm. and when we have kids one day i'm taking their dad That's out of right. the house for a couple hours Man. you know so it's true it's everything is a commitment and but it goes back to the i call it antecedent manipulation right but I, I, mm-hmm. i'm thinking but it's always just kind of stepping back yeah can i do this i will say yeah. too um we may get into this later but i will say too kind of matt mentioned it a little bit i think there's a difference between people pleasing and promises um I think sometimes that we can be people pleasers. I was a really bad one. And so like I would kind of what we what we would call the term overbook. Uh, I would constantly overbook. Somebody would be like, hey, can you do this? And I'd be like, yes. And then like somebody would be like, okay, it's due Friday. And then come Friday, somebody's like, hey, can you do this? This needs to be done by tonight. And then somebody's like, can you do that? I'm like, so oh. I was constantly overbooking. And I'm like, mm-hmm. kind of like you're saying, I'm, I'm a man of my word. But I'll be like, yeah, I got you. And to, to a certain extent, I'd be like, yeah, I promise. I got you. I got you. I got you. But I think there's some times where, especially like you mentioned, now being married or when you have a family, I think there's some times where you kind of just have to settle down and and understand, okay, this has a date. This has a deadline. Uh, if you have some things that are coming up, like I'm going to focus on my family right now. I'm going to focus on me and my wife have been on a date this week. I'm going to go take her out. You know what I mean? There's times where you kind of, even though you have things like, scheduled or you have bookings that you got to go do i think it's more so like hey i'm not going to people please or like yeah i'll get it done but i think it's a moment where i'm going to rest value your time you know but mm-hmm. yeah that's this this brings me, me to to the next question what what causes people not to believe in promises mm. so uh i'm just gonna give one quick example i i think sometimes it could be the grandeur or the nature of the promise yeah and we we, we can go through this one yeah there's a few more we gotta hit I think uh, some people have like, yeah. uh, some people have broken their promise already to them. Okay. So now that you know when they when you say when they say something and be like, hey, can you? I'm just using this example. Hey, can you have this done by Friday? And you say, yeah, I promise. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe they say, hey, can you keep this word confidential between me and you? And you're like, yeah, I promise. I think there's a little bit of trust issue. Number one, because they're given something vulnerable in that moment. They're given a moment of kind of an open opening up but at the same time i think maybe people have already hurt them in the past as far as keeping promises so i think they're a little bit uh hesitant to 
open up or, you know, when you say, yeah, I promise, or, hey, I will do this, they're kind of like, you know, well, Billy Joe told me the same thing, and it's still not done yet. So. Right. Yeah, lack of trust for sure. I think a lot of girls go through that too, especially nowadays, is like relationships with guys. Like, I feel like a lot of girls feel like they just can't trust guys just because there's like that, I guess you call player mentality too. And there's just been broken trust. So when you break trust, it, you look at promises like, oh, every time I've trusted someone, they've broken it. So, like, why should I trust you now? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So I also think that sometimes my personality type is I'm I don't know if anybody's into the Enneagram stuff, but I'm a type two. So I'm just like a natural. Oh, I did. The, I did the same thing. So myself, I'm not going to do that. So I'm a natural like giver, people pleaser. You know, you I think you can train yourself out of it. But um, it's easy whenever you're used to doing that for other people and trying to always you know follow through on those things and you you do it so much that you kind of naturally like expect others to do it Mm -hmm. for you as well yeah yeah. and it's you unless you catch it you don't really notice like you know what the root of it is but when you think about it like you know you naturally expect what you do you know do unto others as you want what you know and so it's it can be in your own head to where you're like oh they should they should, I do this. It's not hard. Why, why don't they do that? Well, they're not you. Like, they're not, and, you know, and yeah, I don't think the same. Yeah, they don't think the same. I think, too, as like, you um, like, you kind of, you see how yourself does it. Uh, let's say it's building a cabinet. Like, you know, okay, I can build this cabinet this certain way. And then you kind of put your trust in somebody else mm-hmm. to build it. And they say, yeah, I got it. You kind of are hesitant and like, how is this going to turn out? Okay, you see what I'm saying? I, I really like to... On this oh, point, that's so good. I, yeah, I really like to shift on this part because it's it's when you're saying it's in the hands of someone else. Yeah. That leads me to the point, the four points that I was kind of mentioning earlier. Um, we talked about kind of like person to person promises, like I promised Sharan, Sharan promised me something. Yeah. I, I would like to shift it more toward what if we, what, what, um, what about, you know, promises in God or God's promise in and my first, I can talk about this one, but go ahead. No question needed. Oh yeah, I'll be go ahead. Uh, Jeopardy. My first one is like need the buzzer. Uh, when it comes to promises, I know that I like in the beginning I've seen it. You know, I didn't want to let anyone down, mm-hmm. and no one likes to to be let down. No one. So when it comes to God, you know, especially the 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 I guess the young believers mm-hmm. or someone yeah. who's like kind of getting their toes wet. And, and and you know Christianity and believing, yeah. um, if they if we if they're hearing this, they're probably like, well, I feel like he will let me down because mm. they again they're they're just getting started. So it's like, what would be a res- a response to that? What what do you guys? How would you go? That's the great. Yeah, that's a great question. I can go on one side of it. So about a year ago, I was going through a situation where I knew I was in the wrong. I knew that I wasn't living right. I wasn't doing all these things. I knew I shouldn't have been doing right. So when I would come to church in my prayer life, in my whatever, I never sat there and was like, God, like, I'm sorry for doing this. I'm sorry for, I wouldn't repent because I knew I was going to do it the next day. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I feel like when you make promises to God, I'm very careful with that because I don't want to do it in vain. Because at that point, you're just taking his grace and mercy for yeah. granted. So I think it's very important. If you're going to say, God, I'm going to do this every single day, be very careful yeah. and do it because right. it's, it, it's it's not good on your spiritual walk 
And I mean, God's love, get forgiving and loving, but at the end of the day, if you're taking his grace and his love for, for granted, yeah. that's on you. Yeah. So I just, all, all I'm saying on that end is yeah. for me, I, I don't say things to God or pray things if I don't mean it. Yeah, kind of to tag along what Paris is saying, I think it, we need to be careful. Um, I, I try to not make promises to God just because we're human and we're not perfect. Right. You know, so we're going to make mistakes. And so I've always been told, like how you were raised, I've always been raised, you're a man of your word. If you if you say something, you better own up to it and you better, you know, mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do, you know? And so it's, I have to be careful. You know, I always, I kind of shy away from asking or telling God, hey, I promise you I'm going to do this. I promise. I used to when I was a little kid, but I didn't really understand the grace and the, uh, you know, how powerful God was. But I think we got to be careful just because we are human. Mm-hmm. And Paul said, I die daily. So we have right. to repent. We have mm-hmm. to, we have to hang the old man on the cross, so to speak. So just be, be careful, mm-hmm. you know, when you're in your prayer time and you do say, Hey God, I promise this, you know, because we are human, we are going to make mistakes. Exactly. Yeah. And I want to add on to this because I might, my theology is kind of shifting on this a little bit because I was like, man, make promises to God and all these different things. So when Ty was, talking and, and it, something hit my head and it was, you know, kind of confirmed. Um, it's not like the Holy Ghost told me, but it's just like, <laughs> it, it needs to be said. <laughs> um, that is your yes develops a character. Mm. So mm. every time you say yes, it's, you know, it's like, you know, if Ty says yes, Ty said yes, he's going to be there. Yeah. But like if people hear like my yes, they're like, yeah, Matt said yeah, but you know, you know how that goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your yes develops a character. Sure. So this is kind of how I approach prayer now, whether, and I got Bible to back it up, you know, but I don't think it's more like, God, I promised this to you, but you know, like, God, I want to be this kind of person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need help me to get help. there. Help me to get there. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah. you see my heart. You know yes. how genuine I am about this moment right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. ask God, your yes develops a character and ask God, hey, God, I want my yes to be yes. Like the scripture says, yeah. your yes be yes, your yay be yay, your nay be nay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes be. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, got, I, got, I got another one. And, uh, we're approaching we're approaching time, so I'm sure. Yes, sir. <laughs> I had this skip some already, but Sharandi, if, if you want to take this. You know, oh, gosh. Now you don't have to put me on spot. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't mean to. But uh, if you want, you know, what happens, you know, in, in, in life, someone, again, that would kind of go into the beginner stages of, like, believing, but... Um, you know, you, you, they ask for something with God, you know, he, and he answers, you know, they feel reluctant to ask again for something else. They're like, you know, like, it, how much is too much? Like, yeah. is it okay to continually ask God for, for, for things, like whatever it, it may be? Yeah, yeah I, don't think it's, I don't think it's wrong to ask God for things, but I think you, if all you're doing in your prayer time is asking that there is something wrong with that. And you guys feel free to jump in if you have any input on that. But I always try to start my prayer, my daily prayer with a prayer of thanksgiving, prayer of gratefulness, because I I feel like I can't start asking for things without thanking thanking him. And sometimes when I start thanking him for all the things, I don't even get to the asking because it's like, well, yeah, yeah. He's already done so much. Yeah. 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 And two things that I would I would say as far as like asking God for things. One thing to understand is like Andy Minio said, the great prophet, right? 
<laughs> but my God's good, but he's not safe. Mm. And there's a, the scripture that says all things work together for good. Yeah. I'm fat checking myself. <laughs> um, for good to them. Okay. So for good, to, it, it's not for your good because you have a definition of good than I do, than Todd does. And right. everybody has a different, but it's like for good to them. What's good for us does not feel good to us. And that's that's, that's good. good too. God, God hears your prayers and he knows the plans he has for you. Right. The plan is yeah. to watch you prosper and not to farm you. Right? Mm-hmm. Even though temporarily that feels bad, but in the future it'll be good. But those are the only things I have to add. Yeah. And I will say too, like on the flip side of what Shran was saying, uh, Matthew 7 and verse 11 says, If you then evil as you are know how to get, give, give good gifts, then how much does your heavenly father who's in heaven give gifts? So it's like, yeah. and even it talks about ask and it will be given. No, yes. and you shall find it. So mm-hmm. it's to answer that question without being too greedy. I think it's more so like God is an unlimited God. So if, if your father gives good gifts, how much more does your heavenly father give you? And at the same time, you can ask for anything and God will give it to you. You know, obviously we know to a certain extent, yeah. but yeah. you know, you don't want to sit there and ask for a Lamborghini. Trust me, I've already tried. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. Right. I think it's okay to it's pray. Mistake, yeah. So. It's okay to pray, pray big, big prayers. Yeah. yeah. We have such a big God. Right. If That's we true. don't have crazy You're prayers, then we're belittling our God. Yeah. Put God in a box. Yeah. yeah. Well, yo, I, I think that uh, well, we answered some, some, I'm telling you, I love B- it. Bishop, Bishop Ty, I think we answered some good questions here. And uh, honestly, I, we kind of ran out of time. I didn't get to all of them. We could have had a part two on this. But uh, I just want to say thank you all to have uh, tuned in on this podcast. Um, it's good to see some familiar faces and some new ones. And we hope to see them again. Put a comment, say we want to say Ty, how beautiful she is. Oh, I love it. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> we will catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Young Talk podcast where we talk about Christ and culture. We upload a new episode every Friday, so see you next week.